0: Praise the name of God, this is D.K. Grooms, with Rock all the truth, and I'm so glad you've joined with us tonight, praise the Lamb of God. If you don't have your Bibles, we're going to get them very quickly so that we can go through the Scriptures together. We have been speaking about the agape love of God, which has been found in Ephesians chapter 3, verse 17 through 19, that God wants us to understand and to comprehend with all the saints. He wants us to understand to the breadth, length, depth, and height of His love, which is agape love. So if you'll turn to Ephesians chapter 3, verse 17. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 17. That Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all saints what's the breadth and length and depth and height. And to know the love of Christ, which passeth knowledge that you might be filled with all the fullness of God. What an awesome word. That you might be filled with all the fullness of God. Look at Colossians chapter 2, verse 9. Colossians chapter 2, verse 9. For in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and you are complete in him, which is the head of all principality and power. What a marvelous truth. And it's a promise that we have been em- emphasizing over and over again in Scripture. Ephesians 3.18, that we may comprehend with all the saints, the breadth, length, depth, and height, and to know the love of Christ to past this knowledge that you might be filled with all the fullness of God. There is a huge difference between intellectual knowledge, which comes from your head, and experimental knowledge, which comes from your heart. And You know, I I run into this all of the time. When you begin speaking about the love of God, multitudes of God's people say, "Uh, you know, I know God loves me. I'm a Christian. I go to church every week. I cannot tell how many times I've been healed. I've been delivered. I just know that God loves me. I know that he does. But here's the reality. The root of all problems The root of all lack, the root of all troubles, is not knowing the love of God in relationship. Many people relate to God in works. They relate to God through church efforts and even ministry. But relationship in operation is based upon the love of God. And every problem stems from that deficit. What do I mean? Faith works by love. Galatians 5, 6. Faith works by love. For in Jesus Christ neither circumcision availeth anything nor uncircumcision, but faith which worketh by love. Any problem that you have concerning faith, any problem that stems from what you consider to be a lack of faith, is brought back to a lack of understanding concerning his love. Why? Because the scripture is clear. If we had understanding concerning the breadth, length, depth, and height of God's love, then we would be filled with all the fullness of God. It all comes back to the place where you do not really understand how much you are loved by God. You may know it intellectually. You may even know it by reading the word of God. But you don't know it in your heart. And it's the foundation upon which everything that you are standing upon is standing. When you come to the place of revelation, knowledge concerning the love of God, then faith works. And I I might add, if I can use this analogy, it just goes through the roof. All things that stand or seem impossible are now under the heading of possible when you come to the realization of the love of God because faith works out of that love. Any faith problem that you may have can be traced back to a love problem. And the love problem is a lack of your understanding concerning his love towards you, agape love, his agape love towards you. And there are many things that hinder that, but I believe that religion is one of the greatest hindrances in receiving the true knowledge concerning God's love. Now, that may be a startling statement to some of you, but religion is the very thing that killed Christ. I'll say it again. Religion is the very thing that killed Christ. And it's the very thing that is still killing Christ. And it's the very thing that will continue to kill Christ. Because religion is not interested in truth. And the reason that religion is not interested in truth is because truth makes you free. And when you become free, you leave religion. One of the main hindrances that religion has done and has brought to the child of God is that the love of God through the church, through many denomination, <clears throat> the love of God is tied to performances, to your efforts, to your works. It brings to us the revelation that God is love, but that he only releases that love when you do things that are right. The blessings of God only flow when we are deserving of that love. I don't know how many times I have heard that in church services, if you do right, And if you don't do right, God's going to put you on the shelf. I will say it again. How does that work when God loved you while you was a sinner? You see, it just doesn't add up. It just doesn't add up to the the theology or the thinking according to the Word of God. There are many of, of God's people who believe the things that are taking place in their lives are exactly what they deserve. Things that are going on in their lives is nothing more than a reflection of that which they've done wrong. I don't know how many people think like that, but there are multitudes. We believe that people who are doing a good job, people who are pastoring large churches, people who have large ministries, people who are drawing large crowds are people who God is expressing that love to because they're doing things right. What a deceitment. So when we do poorly, when we do not make an impact like others, we do not expect the love of God to flow towards us because we've not been doing everything right. We've been taught that by the church. The church has taught us, yes, God loves you, but his love is going to be flowing towards you in proportion to what you do. If you're a soul winner, God loves you. And his blessings will flow towards you. If you volunteer at the nursing home, if you minister in the jails, if you're doing volunteer work in the hospitals, then the blessings of God are going to flow towards you because you're glorifying God. That's what the church has taught us. And it is this teaching that has hindered more people from receiving the love of God more than any other teaching that religion has brought forth. Look at Ephesians chapter 3, verse 14. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 14. For this cause I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man. That Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all saints what's the breadth, length, depth, and height. You know what this scripture is about in Ephesians? Paul is praying a prayer for the Ephesians, and his prayer to the Ephesians is that they will understand or comprehend the love of Christ so that they will be filled with all the fullness of God. That's his prayer. That's what this is about. And he's praying that they understand to the breadth, length, depth, and height. So what this scripture is really telling you is that the love of God is dimensional. It's not one dimension. It's dimensional to the degree of dimensions in breadth, length, depth, and height. God's love is dimensional, layers, degrees upon degrees, and each one brings you to the place where you are filled with the fullness of God. Most people relate to God through one dimension, and that dimension is that they know that he loves them because they're born again. And they never go to the breadth, to the length, to the depth, or the height of understanding his love. It's kind of like people who see an apple tree. Their only purpose is to pick apples. They never go to the place of understanding why that tree is giving forth apples. They never go to the root of that tree to to figure out why it is that you're able to get apples. Most people just pick apples. They never go to the breadth and the lengths and the depths and the heights of understanding God's love. And because of that, many are not filled with the fullness of God. And they're continually trying to relate to him through the knowledge that comes from their head instead of the knowledge that comes from their heart. Most people's revelation of God's love wouldn't fill a thimble, let alone their cup overflowing. I believe the greatest need in the child of God today is not that signs and wonders would follow them, even though they would believe that. I do not believe that the greatest need today in the church is God is the child of God's faith, even though multitudes of people are trying to get faith or to walk in faith. I believe the greatest need in the church today is that the child of God receive a revelation knowledge concerning the love of God. Remember, faith works out of love. The reason that unbelievers do not respond to God is because they don't understand the love of God. The reason that believers are not walking in the power and the grace of God is for the same reason. They don't understand the love of God to its breadth, length, depth, and height. All of the problems, all of the rejection, all of the troubles in your life can be traced back to one thing, the deficiency that you have concerning his love, you not understanding how much he loves you. No one would reject the love of God if they understood the love of God. I'll say that again. No one would reject the love of God if they understood the love of God. Look at verse 19. And to know the love of Christ with passive knowledge that you might be filled with all the fullness of God. The love of Christ that you know in your heart. The love of Christ that you have experienced with your heart. The love of Christ that you have experienced in intimacy. Will fill you with all the fullness of God to the breadth, length, depth, and height. Dimensional. Not some of the fullness of God not a portion of the fullness of God, not a segment of the fullness of God, but that he will fill you with all of his fullness. That is what the word of God promises, and yet this promise is not fulfilled, nor is it even remotely existing in the average child of God today. Just as multitudes of people are not experiencing the power of his resurrection, just like most people are not experienced faith to its utmost. Just, be, just like most people are not experienced the fellowship of his sufferings and being conformed to his death. Paul was an apostle, a born again child of God. He had an experience with Christ on the Damascus Road. And multitudes of people would, would love to have that kind of an experience. And yet, even with that experience on that Damascus road, look what he says, that I may know him in the power of his resurrection. How many would love to have the experience that he had, and yet we all have had that experience if you're born again? I need to say that again. How many would love to have the experience that Paul had, And yet, we've all had that experience. If you're a born-again child of God. But Paul didn't stop there. He pressed on. He went beyond because he wanted to know him in the power of his resurrection. He went on to know him in the fellowship of his suffering. He went on to know him in the conformity of his death. Multitude of God's people do not know him in that realm just as they do not know him in the breadth, length, and depth, and height of his love. The same man that wrote Philippians is the same man that wrote Ephesians. He went on to experience these things so that we can experience them as well. I'll say that again. Paul went on to experience these things So that you and I as children of God can experience them as well. To know him in the power of his resurrection. To know him in the fellowship of his suffering. To know him being made conformable unto his death. So here's what the word of God is telling you and I. If you're not filled with all the fullness of God in your life, then you are lacking in a heartfelt revelation of God's love for you. If you're not walking in joy, if you're not walking in peace, if you're not walking in faith, if you're not walking in victory, it's because of your relationship. And it's because you're lacking in understanding his love towards you. If you're not walking in the benefits of his love, it is because you are lacking in your understanding of his love. What a powerful word. What a powerful word. This is DK Grooms. Go to our website, www.rocksolidtruth.com, and take a look and see what the Lord is doing to the multitudes of people that are grasping a hold of the Word of God. We desire your prayers. Keep us uplifted in your prayers. I want you to know that I love you. I want you to know if you have prayer requests, send them in. The Word of God says, Where two or three are gathered in my name, there I shall be also. Amen. If you did not put them into my website, put them in on, on Facebook and just ask me to pray, and I will tell the church to pray. Amen. We want to be in fellowship with you because we love you and care for you. This is DK Grooms the Rock Solid Truth. Go with God, and he will surely go with you.